you have now walked in to Confessions of a Dope Teacher. When you add passion to your dreams, your life circumstances will not keep you from achieving them. One more time, y'all. When you add passion to your dreams, your life circumstances will not keep you from achieving them. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Melly, and today we are here and we are talking about dream chasing. So dream chasing, this is something I'm extremely, extremely passionate about because there was a time where I lost it all. Um, There was a time that I literally had to do everything that it took to get where I am. So when I talk about dream chasing, I'm talking about something that's deep down, like deep down, this is what you want to do. This is what you see yourself getting into. This is what, you know, you don't mind waking up for. This is what you don't mind putting extra hours into. This is something you don't mind investing in. This is your dream. So when I talk about it, you should be passionate about it because if you're not passionate about it, then it might not be, you know, where you're meant to be. It might not really be your dream. So as I said, me personally, um, I've lost it all, had to start from ground zero. You know, I had to do a lot to come back, you know, and, and get it. And the big question today is, do you have that push to get it? Are you willing to find that push? Because the thing is, some people feel like, oh, if it didn't happen the first time, you know, I tried, I put my all, you know, I I did everything I could. No, you didn't. Because if you weren't successful, there is something else that you can do. So we're going to focus on three things today. This was my journey, and I hope it helps you. Um, The first thing was heartache, disappointment. And then finally reaching the finish line. So I'm going to podcast for y'all through these three things of my journey that hopefully will instill in you that same value to go after what you want. Because if I can do it, you can do it. And we all can do it. And we all can meet at that finish line. So do you have the push to get it? Let's get to it. So I'm going to get right to it. And like I told y'all, I'm extremely passionate about what I do. And this is where I'm meant to be. So I get real passionate about it. And like I said, that's how you should be about your dream. Now, when I say I lost it all, I'm going to try to make this story not too long, but I do have to get to the root of it. So there was a time, you know, I graduated high school and right after high school, you know, I was untouchable is what you can call it. I was young. I was 19. I was untouchable. I was off to ASU, you know, scholarship. It it was just all good in the hood is what they say. You know, grew up on the South side and I made it, you know, I'm in ASU and we in that thing. However, um, right away, I noticed like college came quick. So to be honest, I wasn't doing the greatest that I probably should have been doing because I was set up for a field that honestly wasn't my dream. And I thought it's what I wanted to do. So to be honest, I was bullshitting my first semester. So to to have what happened happen, I hate that it happened, but it happened. And to be honest, it changed my life. So that heartache literally changed my life. So here I am, 19, first semester, <laughs> winter break, 
you know, I'm thinking about partying and just having a good time. And soon as break starts, I get in a car accident that changes my whole life. That was that heartache. You know, that was the heartache. And, you know, being in this wreck, realizing you broke your thigh bone, you got to learn to walk again. And at first it was like, okay, you know, I could take this. I'm, I'm a little heartbroken that, you know, it's not looking the way it should. But then I get a blood clot to my lungs. It takes me out. And then I have this ongoing blood clot problem from this surgery of getting this rod into um, my bone. Okay, so let me speed it up. So I learned um, to walk again, which to be honest was one of the um, most painful things I've ever done in my life. I went in every day, my mom would take me in and here I am, my leg, it healed straight so it wouldn't bend 90 degrees and you need that flexibility to walk. So therapists would lay me down every day. I would scream, I would cry, I would try to kick and we'd walk out, you know, no success. Next day, same thing. And this was an everyday thing. My mom would take me, you know, and I'm just constantly getting this heartache, constantly getting this disappointment, you know, and just, it was every day. Just fail, fail, fail. So I started to do stuff on my own. Like I had that drive that I don't want to sit here and, you know, not be normal again is, is what I saw it in my eyes. So here I am. I finally decide to go ahead and start doing things on my own, which it was a little bit different. It was a little outside the norm. You know, I started putting these leg weights on. I could literally hear the flesh tear. Like, it's scary. It sounds crazy, but this is all just straight up raw. Like, I would sit on my parents' front porch and let this this tissue kind of just tear its way to where my knee would loosen up enough to where it could finally bend a bit. And I could actually start to walk again, learn to walk again, shall I say. So then we went through that process. And um, it, it, it was a process. Like, it was something I wasn't used to. It was something that was scary for me. It was something that just constantly gave me heartache. And finally, I was walking again. But I didn't really get to 100% because at one point, insurance decided that, you know, we've paid too much for you. You had the surgery. You've been in therapy. So we're going to cut you off, even though you're only walking at about 80%. So that is kind of success with a little bit of failure on it. But I took it and I chunked up with it. And I decided to start working. And, you know, I'm running um, City of Phoenix after school programs. And I'm running these programs and I'm loving it. I'm loving working with the kids. And I'm like, this is where I need to be. Like, I'm relating to them. I'm coming up where, you know, they, you know, I grew up where they're coming up. And it, like, this is where I need to be. They need me. Cause I needed me when I was younger, you know? So slowly budget cuts came with the city and I was like, you know what? I need some stability. This is in my dream. I love working with these kids, but what can I do? I went back to school to start um, my teaching degree. So I went to South Mountain Community. I received two AAs in 2012. So I started to push a little harder through that heartache and disappointment, right? So got the two AAs, then next thing you know, I'm working. Um, going to school, like I had a crazy schedule, working through this heartache and disappointment of just not making it. And then here I go, I get a bachelor's degree and, you know, I'm in schools and now I'm subbing and I'm teaching and I'm loving it. And the kids are like, just, they're welcoming me. And, and it just, I knew this is where I needed to be. So 
Now, here is where the super disappointment comes in. See, when you're in a teaching field and I don't care how great you are at it, which like, this is me. I'm super great at it. And I happen to have test anxiety. So when you're telling me, okay, you've, you've graduated with honors, you're in the classroom and you're, you're marvelous, you're spectacular, they love you, the principal loves you, but you gotta pass this certification test to get the stamp of approval. This is the world we live in. So this is another of, do you have what it takes to keep pushing through the stuff that is constantly setting up these hurdles for you? Cause it's like, okay, I got my degree. Okay, I'm ready to teach. Okay, I student taught. Okay, I did all my you know coursework. I'm ready. Oh wait, here's another hurdle. You gotta pass this test. Oh wait, and there's another test. Oh wait, and then you gotta pass the professional test. So you got to continue to have that drive and it has to be something you want to do because you have to put a lot of time into it. And let me be real, when you're putting all this time into it, you're not really, you're not getting, um, shall I say, funds back at this time. But that's why you got to have that. You got to have it. You got to want it. You got to want it. And here I go trying to jump the hurdle. Okay. And I fall flat on my face. You know, like I said, I had test anxiety. I went in that room thinking about everything that was going to go wrong with this test. And I just wasn't going to pass it. You know, I'm like, this, this is, this is, this is it. Like, here's a disappointment. I'm, I'm not going to be a teacher, not because I'm not good at it, but because society is telling me that if I can't pass this written test that doesn't even relate to this classroom I'm teaching in, then I'm not quote unquote, yeah, I have air quotes going on right now. I'm not quote unquote fit to be in the classroom. However, during my time, um, I subbed um, long term while trying to pass this test. And, you know, I honestly didn't take it that much because I was just that, I don't know if I was just that terrified or I just had that, that anxiety, you know, and I went in a few times and here, here, here I go. I finally say, okay, we're going to face it. We're going to pass it. You know, I'm thinking I'm doing everything. I've been teaching all year. And I go in here, y'all, and I mean, everything is against me. I'm feeling sick. <laughs> it's cold. And you can't have anything in the room. So I couldn't have a jacket to even warm me up. And then I'm just like, okay, okay, we're going to do this. No, we're not. I, I'm not feeling it. I, like, so I had that anxiety kicking in. And then the test is just not set up for you to win. It's just not. And I take the test, y'all, and I leave, and I didn't feel good about it. Like, I didn't feel horrible about it, but just me and that, at the time, not having confidence in myself, and I finally talked myself off the ledge of not believing in myself with these tests because, I, you know, I'm very educated, and, and, and the way they're set up, it's, it's not what the kids were dealing with. So... Needless to say, I get this um, email, right, as I'm leaving the classroom that I'm teaching. At the time, I'm teaching 35, 36 students all day, I, I, you know, sixth grade. And, you know, I'm managing 35, 36 students all year. All to get an email to tell me that I didn't pass the test. And check this out. I missed the test by one point. One point, I honestly didn't feel sad, 
I was more distraught than anything. Like I couldn't even, I couldn't think straight. I couldn't have any tears come down. I was, I was very angry because I'm like, I'm already doing this. So who are they to tell me that I can't do this when I'm already doing this? And I know they couldn't come in this classroom and handle these kids that I'm handling that are dealing with suicidal, pregnancy, sex, just, you know, home issues, all of the above, you know, and I handle it like <laughs> very well. So I said, OK, I had a pep talk with myself and I said, you know what? <sighs> I can give up because I've already had the heartache. I've had the disappointment. There's nothing left to do. I, I tried to take the test, right? Took it a few times, you know, and, and the, the first time it was a couple of points. Next time it was one point. So it's like, at this point, I feel like y'all toying with me, like y'all playing with me. Like, here's your dream hanging right over you. You know, like that commercial with the, you almost had it. That's what I felt like. And I don't like to be played with like that. So that's what I felt like. And I was just like, okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to teach students to, you know, go hard, you know, leave it all out there. So what would I look like if, if I just gave up? So it gave me a little push. I came back to the drawing board. I said, okay, now I know what this test is really like. So let's do some stuff to set ourselves up for success. I said, you know what? I'm not going to give up. I don't care how much heartache. I don't care if I had to drop out after this accident and, you know, I was on a walker at 19 and in a wheelchair and, you know, I couldn't even go to the restroom on my own. You know, I, I went through a lot, that heartache, that disappointment, it was there. But I was like, you know what? I'm so passionate about this dream. This dream means so much to me. I'm very ambitious about it. And, you know, there's nothing else I could say about it. Like, I don't care how many times I've fell flat on my face. I don't care if I fall flat on my face trying to jump this hurdle again. It's the point that I can get back up. And if I can get back up, then I need to try to jump this hurdle every single time. There is no excuse. So I sat down, you guys, and I got my game plan together. I said, okay, Melly. So when you went in there and took that test, it was kind of cold. So I'm gonna need you to wear some long sleeves since you can't have your jacket. Okay, so you're a little bit more comfortable. And when you did the test, it had 100 questions that were multiple choice, and it had a written section. And you did the 100 multiple choice that came first. So when you got to the written part, you were rushing. So I said, okay, I just really wasn't, you know, I wasn't going at it correctly. So that's exactly what I did. I said, okay, so let's go in. Let's Let's have a pep talk, a positive talk with ourselves, and just feel good about it. And, you know, look over some stuff and, you know, you know, brush up on some things. So I go in with my long sleeves, y'all. I take my little picture clock in and then I go in and I put my stuff in the locker because I can't take it in there. And I sit down in my long sleeves and I read this prompt and da 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 da. And the test starts. And yeah, you got a timer. I said, and Mel, don't you look at that timer. You just work. So I sat down and I went to the written part first. And it brought up a subject that I was, <laughs> I was pretty good in. So I'm just typing away. And you know, I'm typing, typing, typing. Cool. Now let's go knock out these hundred multiple choice. And it was just already feeling better. Like, I'm like, this is what it feels like to talk positive to yourself. You know, like, dang, like, you don't got to down yourself and be sitting at the computer all sad and, you know, cold. Like, it wasn't even cold in there no more because I was just feeling so good. And then I go through these questions. I submit it. 
And I came out the room feeling confident, y'all. Like, I was feeling confident. Like, my dream is mine. Like, I got it, y'all. Like, I got it. So I walk out. I had to smile. And I'm having this conversation with the lady. And I'm just telling her, like, how much I want this. Like, this is something I've always wanted. Like, this is my dream to actually be a teacher in the classroom that these students need. And they're trying to keep me out the classroom because of this test. So I said, okay. She said, you know what? Like, your vibes, they're positive. Like, she's like, you got it this time. I said, you know what? I agree. I feel it. Like, I just feel it. So, you know, I go back. Teaching in the classroom that they're telling me that I, quote unquote, um, wasn't super fit for just because of a test. Okay. And, you know, I'm teaching, I'm teaching and, um, you know, I get home one day. It it was crazy. Like, it's crazy how stuff happened, y'all. This is what y'all have to understand about your dream. You can plan and plan and plan. Sometimes things never go according to plan. Like, to be real, it just don't go according to plan. I I never planned to um, get up one day, take my sister to work. I'm taking her to work, and I'm going to uh, pick up a vacuum for her from the store. And I ended up, she was actually at the time working at the hospital. I make a phone call to her joking around, not even realizing how seriously hurt I was. And I said, I'm back up here. And she's like, you forgot something? I'm like, no, I'm in an emergency. So it was all a joke, you know, like I never planned any of that to happen. But the whole point of, to be honest, if that wreck wouldn't have happened, even though I almost lost my life, if that wreck wouldn't have happened, I do not think I would have made it to where I am right now because I was in that mind frame of let's party, let's get it. I'm at ASU, it's one of the party schools. Them grades were slowly dropping so To be honest, it was definitely a wake-up call. Like, when I say it was a wake-up call, it was a wake-up call. So if you have something in your life that you feel like is not on track, it might be exactly on track to get you to the finish line. You just don't see it yet. You got to go through, I'm telling you, the bumps, the hurdles. You know, you might go over a bump and flip over. But like I said, you got to get back up because at the end of the day, All those things that I talked about that kind of just, you know, I felt like held me back and hurt me. It truly made me who I am. So the heartache, the disappointment, it happens for a reason, y'all. It happens to let you know that nothing's going to be perfect. I don't care how, like I said, I don't care how trained you are, how professional you are, how much money you have. Nothing's going to be perfect for you. You're going to take an L. (laughs) Whether you at the finish line, before the finish line, everybody's going to take an L in life. You don't know when it's going to come. You just got to make sure you're prepared to win after the L. So I was ready to win, y'all. I went in there and I declared, like, this test is mine. I'm about to be certified. They ain't going to have nothing on me. You know, I was feeling myself because I just, you know, I had that positive talk with myself. And I know how bad I wanted this. And I was going to be at that testing center until they knew my face and my name if I had to. So here we go. Um, You know, it was a day. And I'm at home. And I'm in the living room. And here, here, here comes the email. Um, it lets me know, hey, your score is going to post. I'm on the couch. I'm home alone. And I get the email and I passed, y'all. 
If I didn't break out in a praise dance that day, running through my house, like running here and there and back and forth, here and there and running here and there, and my dog's looking at me like I was crazy. And then I was like, first people I'm calling is my mom and pops. And, you know, I'm texting in the family group chat and, you know, and then I'm um, calling my principal and I'm just excited, y'all, because like I worked so hard for this dream. Like, and I, I just felt really proud in the fact that Every single bump they threw at me, I didn't let it take me out. Y'all got to have that same energy. I don't care if it's you wanting to start a business, if it's you wanting to go back to school, if it's you wanting to um, better something you're doing in your career right now. Like You just got to have that push. You got to have that push. That push is going to be everything. So I had the heartache, y'all. I had the disappointment, and I, I hit the finish line. And trust me, along the way, I had um, um, problems with friends and and. Honestly, I started to feel like as much as I'm doing this for myself, I'm not just doing this for myself. So it's like, to be honest, like you're blessing people around you. Like when you dream, those on your team, you know, they begin to dream, you know, they begin to believe, you know, and, and when I say team, you know, that might be you, you know, your friends. But when I say my team, like it was my family, like, you know, my dad started talking about, you know, possibly going back to, you know, do a class, you know, and like I said, now my sister's in school and, um, and my younger sister is very young, about to receive a master's, and she's working at a law firm while also teaching. So, I mean, that that's the kind of stuff that happens when you dream. You know, it, it motivates others, and it motivates people in a way that you don't even know. So, when you dream, just think about how many that you bless, you know, not only when you, like... Like me, I'm blessing those students and I'm blessing those around me because people see that you can you can be deep down in the mud, but if you can crawl out of it, you know, you can make it happen. So that was a really huge thing for me on like just dreaming hard. Like, man, I got people, I got people waiting to make it when I make it, you know, like they gonna feel like they made it. And you know, that, that means something. So make sure y'all, have that heartbreak, take those L's, be disappointed, cry it out if you have to. Don't let nobody tell you not to drop no tears because I'm sure during this process I did a few because it was so many hours and time into doing this. And don't let people tell you, I'll be the first to say this, and I am a teacher, like, school isn't for everybody. You know, like, I'll say, get get your high school education, going into secondary school is on you, like, there might be a plan with you and your parents and y'all like that that's between y'all. So don't let me talk you out of that. But what I'm saying is it's not the only way to make it. There is certain fields like, for example, mine, where it, it was no way around it. If you wanted to be if you wanted to be great at it, there's no way around it, you know. But I've also known people who don't have a degree and they are very well off. What it honestly comes down to is that passion 
Like, are you putting the passion in whatever you're doing? Some people, they they might make six figures just off of being an entrepreneur, and, and I commend them. But it all came down to that fight, that work, that time. So what you have to remember, don't think I'm saying, like, your dream is to go to school and to get a degree. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is whatever it is, put your all into it. And don't let nobody tell you anything different. Don't go chasing, (laughs) not waterfalls, but don't go chasing like broken dreams. Like if it's something not for you, it's not for you. I'm sorry. Like this was for me and it was the reason why I was able to take that heartache over and over and, and still go back every day, you know, like knowing you know, they might tell me, you know, you can't long term no more. And it's it just, I was so good at it that I was just like, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to do this. So find something you're that passionate about and put that energy into it. And I don't want to hear anything about you can't just tell me how you can. I'm going to leave y'all with a little something that I tell my students. They know Miss Scroggins always says, embrace solutions not excuses. So instead of figuring out a way of how you can't pass that test, tell me a way how you can. Instead of figuring out a way of why you can't go back to school because you want to, figure out a way of how you can. If you want to pick up that art class or if you want to pick up that sewing class or if you want to get some more training or some professional development, if you want to start your own little um, company, What are the reasons that you can? We don't want to hear the reasons you can't. We've already got that in our head. So let's put together all the reasons why we can do something. All right, y'all. So I hope y'all look forward to episode three. This is episode two. Um, You guys can start catching my blogs, which, you know, it takes a couple of days to get them on iTunes. But yeah, my um, page on iTunes is Confessions of a Dope Teacher. Um, You can also continue to catch them here on Anchor. But yes, y'all, episode three. Well, let me chime back to episode two really quick. The heartache, the disappointment, you know, making that finish line. That's the ultimate goal. It don't matter how we got there. Well, it does matter. Let me not say that. It does matter how we got there, but it don't matter all the hurt it took to get there, shall I say. So get over the hurdles get to your finish line and go, you know, go from there. So episode three, though, y'all, we will be talking about relationships, situationships, (laughs) uh, being single, uh, friendships, all of the above, just relationships. We're going to touch in all of it. Maybe we'll get some special guests for that one. I think that might be a good one for some guests. But Confessions of a Dope Teacher, you know what we do over here, y'all? We keep it raw. We keep it real. And I'm trying to just spread that love and that realness and positivities. And I'm going to say goodbye for right now. So toodles and poodles, your girl is all the way out.